0: Well today we celebrate the wonderful feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe and uh, if you'll allow me to try to find on my phone here uh, a text from one of the earliest accounts of the apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe and I'm just going to read the opening section of it uh, because it's uh, it's very beautiful and it will set the tone for the rest of the homily. Okay. We just got done celebrating the uh, the memorial of Juan Diego on December 9th, and the apparitions of Our Lady of Guadalupe took place between December 9th and December 13th. And so for the past four days, you know, if we can back up about 500 years ago, Our Lady had been appearing to Juan Diego. I think there was a total of four apparitions to her and one apparition to his uncle, and um, this is how the earliest account of those apparitions uh, begins. At daybreak, one Saturday morning in 1531, on the very first days of the month of December, an Indian named Juan Diego was going from the village where he lived to uh, Tetaloco in order to take part in divine worship and listen to God's commandments. When he came near the hill called Tepiac, dawn had already come, and Juan Diego heard someone calling him from the very top of the hill, Juanito, Juan Diego. He went up the hill and caught the sight of a lady of unearthly grandeur, whose clothing was as radiant as the sun. She said to him in words both gentle and courteous, Juanito the humblest of my children, know and understand that I am the ever-Virgin Mary, mother of the true God, through whom all things live. It is my ardent desire that a church be erected here so that in it I can show and bestow my love, compassion, help, And protection to all who inhabit this land and to those others who love me, that they might call upon and confide in me. Go to the Bishop of Mexico to make known to him what I greatly desire. Go and put all your efforts into this. So we have this very beautiful account of Our Lady uh, appearing and, and using very courteous language to um, Juan Diego and uh, making known her desire. And it, what I want to do is I want to contrast uh, over against the the compassion, the thoughtful, uh, lady-like gentleness of Mary, some of what we're looking at here in our scripture text today. So um, we have a battle raging. So in contrast to the The gentleness of Our Lady, as we see in this account of her apparition, we have a battle going on between the woman and the serpent in the book of Revelation. And uh, then our responsorial psalm, it's very important to uh, pay attention to our responsorial psalm. Uh, We all together, we said, you are the highest honor of our race. That is a a quote from praises that were sung to uh, Judith, uh, who is an Old Testament uh, saint, and judith was a tough lady and uh, some might say she wasn't too gentle she actually uh overcame holofernes this general of the of the an army an, an enemy army of israel she overcame him um, by by cutting off his head and uh so it's it's pretty pretty intense there okay and so in resp- in response to this act of warfare that she uh, accomplished her people say to her to to judith uh you a blessed are you daughter by the most high god above all the women on the earth okay and so this is a foreshadowing of the blessing that elizabeth would shower upon uh mary and judith is a type of mary she's a foreshadowing of our lady And, uh, in the gospel text we heard when the angel shows up, when Gabriel greets Mary, he says, uh, the Lord is with you. And that is an echo of what the angel said to, uh, an Old Testament judge, uh, Jephthah. He shows up to him and he's, he's, he's preparing the judge for warfare. And he says, the Lord is with you, meaning go uh and fight because God's strength is with you in this battle. So we see all this battle imagery all in our texts in the Book of Revelation. Uh, we have it in our responsorial psalm, we have it in even the greeting that the angel gives to Mary. And uh, the the lesson here is that it's precisely through Mary's compassion that she wages war against the devil And overcomes him and and steps on his head, cuts off his head. So it's through her love, which is uh, a perfect expression of God's love for mankind, that the evil one is overthrown and overcome by Our Lady. And uh, I think also, at the time, 1531, it had only been, let's see here, uh, 16 years before that, that Martin Luther... Had put his ninety whatever theses on the the, the uh, cathedral door of the church in, in Wittenberg, the, the university cathedral door in um, in Wittenberg, uh in Germany, and uh, had really started the the Protestant revolution that would consequently cause uh, countless numbers of European Catholics to sever themselves from the church. And to bring about division uh, and scandal and so forth and so on, and um, I see that uh, reflected in our first reading. It says the tail of the serpent goes and knocks down a third of the stars of heaven. Well, that's ultimately uh, talking about the fallen angels. That the devil brings with him all of these fallen angels. But I see this is this is the devil's work. Is he he takes people, he makes them fall. Okay, so a huge percentage of European uh, Catholic Christians sever themselves from the church. And it's just at that time that Our Lady manifests herself to all of these souls in South America and brings salvation and brings the gospel uh, and brings the Catholic faith to all of these souls in South America. And it, it, a continent of authentic faith is birthed and comes into existence right after the devil has successfully alienated huge portions of the church, you know, away from it. And so that would be just one instance of Our Lady um, winning the battle uh, from uh, over the serpents. And uh, so Our Lady, uh, a warrior, uh, but a warrior through her love, through her great love for God and for mankind, is what we celebrate today. She's the patroness of the Americas, both South and North America, and we invoke her great intercession of powerful prayers for uh, all the evil that's going on in the world, that God's love and compassion would be victorious in this battle against darkness, and also we invoke her intercession for our local uh, Catholic community here in Auburn.